0: listening to A Little Too Quiet, the Ferndale Library podcast, brought to you by the friends of the Ferndale Library, and my name is Jeff Milo, and today on the podcast we have a local author, John David, joining us. He has a book out, uh, recently released, called The Savage Peak. Now this is book one in the Morgala Chronicles. Now the Morgala Chronicles follows the life of Morgala. She's a teen with a good heart and a dark secret. She's a demon from hell. Hey, nobody's perfect. Now, John David has been developing this character. He is a lifelong fan of epic fantasies, be it Lord of the Rings or Star Wars or just these heroes' journeys or comic books. I mean, he was, as he says, a nerd before it was cool, which we talk a lot about because a lot of those aforementioned uh, stories obviously played a role in influencing what uh, kind of story John David was exploring here, but this is this is fantasy, this is supernatural, uh, this is a lot of action, adventure. Morgala is the hero here, and she has a lot of choices to make. It's also a coming of age, but there are there are battles to be fought and there are dark forces to be rebelled, and the uh Morgala Chronicles are going to be released over the next few years. There are three more books, but the first book, Savage Peak, is out and is currently in circulation here at this library it is out on bhc press which is an award-winning independent publisher of fiction and non-fiction based in southeast michigan founded about five years ago now as we said john david's been working on this character for a while but we talk about all of his lifelong pursuits including not just reading comic books but including uh illustration he is as he said an illustrator at heart but also you know good author here he's developed a really great well-paced adventure with great dialogue and great well-defined characters some of them are demons some of them are demon dragon hybrids and some of them are entirely something else completely different so a lot to talk about here today with john david uh, born and raised in southeast michigan local author with the new book savage peak this is our chat Joining us on the podcast right now is author John David. Welcome, sir. Hi, thanks for having me. Well, it's good to see you now. uh, You're a local author and rather recently, Savage Peak, your book was published and
1: that is very exciting news. Congrats. Thank you very much. Yeah, it's been a long time coming Uh, from BHC Press. uh, They're also uh, stationed here in Michigan. Oh, that's great. uh, Yeah, it's the first of four books planned, so... This
0: is a uh, series uh, here in the here in our library. It's gonna be in the young adult section. Um, it's, I think, a great and exciting book for teens or older teens to read. Uh, it is about a very interesting protagonist named Morgala. This is a fantasy, supernatural, coming of age action series. There's so many things that I could use to describe it, but how about you describe it, John, and, and talk about what inspired it?
1: Oh, good Lord. Uh, well, <laughs> I, I guess for, for inspiration, Uh, There was a whole mixture of so many things. Uh, I I openly admit that I've seen more movies than read books, but, um, you know, I wish I read more books in my youth because, you know, I'm picking up more and more books and and just uh, reading them and enjoying them. You know, I was really inspired by the Harry Potter books, not necessarily in the sense of they inspired the story. Right. But J.K. Rowling inspired me to take my own ideas and to, flow, and to go with them because I had originally written a Margella short story in the 90s mm-hmm. and it, and I just rested on a shelf and collected dust. Mm-hmm. And uh, just after, you know, Harry Potter and all that and the resurgence of Lord of the Rings mm-hmm. and uh, the return of Star Wars, mm-hmm. just it just inspired me. Yep, I really got to do this. I got to tell Morgala's story. And it started off as just one. And it wasn't the Savage Peak, actually. Okay. Uh, the Savage Peak is actually uh, a prequel, which I wrote in recent years.
0: I, I, I want to dive in and interrupt. This is going to be a four-part series. Now, mm-hmm. Savage Peak is out. Book two is Diary of a Lonely Demon. Was that yes. the original version?
1: That was the original version. Yes, that was the original story. It was only like less than fifty thousand words, and that's not that, that's not much at all. It's considered a short story, right? And I went back to it, filled it up with more. You know, I I just gave it more more meat, I suppose you could say. Uh, more background into characters. I mm-hmm. uh, flushed everything. Tried to flush everything out as best I could, and then I started coming up with ideas for for sequels. Nice. I came up with an idea for two sequels. So to make it a true trilogy, it's my Lord of the Rings. It's my Star Wars. Oh yeah. Uh, and then uh, afterwards, you know, after it was all said and done, then I came up with the idea for the Savage Peak, the the story that is out now.
0: That's excellent. And again, we're kind of like we're talking about these uh, iconic series, Harry Potter lord of the rings what you've got going on with savage peak is not like that in any way or and isn't derivative of it but at the same time i do want to say if you are a fan of that or a fan of that i think you're gonna love this just the same mm-hmm. uh and then tell us a bit about this now uh we should say at the uh outset uh, morgala is a is a demon mm-hmm. um and this is an adventure that uh starts in and involves hell but not not everyone's incarnation of hell. Tell us about uh, right. tell us about these demons. Tell us about your vision of of hell. Which I, that sounds dark when I say it out loud.
1: Yeah. Uh, well, well, I wasn't inspired by Hell, Michigan. Oh, uh, there you go. No, there, there is there there is a Hell, Michigan. There is indeed. Uh, for, for example. So yeah. So I'm no. I live nowhere near there. I've never been there. But I was more inspired by Mordor. Okay. And I was more inspired by, um, uh, you know, other other incarnations uh, of of demons and whatnot uh anime well you know they have a lot of uh you know japanese folklore and mythology has their own uh sort of demons yeah and uh so there's that uh but i was more inspired by lord of the rings uh that uh that, that my version of hell is a more civilized uh version a more civilized and organized version of mordor Mm -hmm. yeah they they they, uh mordor they're they're like living in caves and whatnot to where demons they live at least in in homes right in in castles and whatnot so and they speak in
0: complete sentences yes they don't grunt or growl like uh like some of them do some some yes do some
1: the lesser ones do right but the more advanced ones you know the aristocrats the Mm -hmm. the 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 pullers of strings Mm -hmm. uh the the they, they speak fluent yeah
0: yeah, that was that was an interesting place to start. And I don't know, I guess when you were thinking of, you know, a character that you wanted for your protagonist, tell us a little bit more about uh Morgala and especially what I would want to say having having read this book and read her I'm kind of I'm kinda struck by her you know, her resilience and her um she has a lot to deal with. She has a lot of uh, scary situations that she gets caught up in. Mm-hmm. Tell us about developing this character. She's a great heroine, but she's also very
1: unique. Oh, thanks for the compliment. Uh, well, there's a lot of situations in which, uh, you know, I, I always imagine myself now, what would I do yeah. in certain situations, in, uh, in, in, certain, uh, in certain stories, in certain books, in certain movies and TV shows, and just. I would not take it too seriously. Mm-hmm. And Morgala discovers soon uh, that her greatest power, her greatest weapon mm-hmm. is the ability to not take things seriously. Right. And to really hit at it right where people, uh, you know, she's like a surgeon with her wit <laughs> and her words and just, you know, you might be big and powerful and strong, but I know precisely what what bugs you mm-hmm. and I'm going to hit it. Yeah. I'm going to hit it quite easily. Right. And, uh, sometimes that's all you can do is not take things, uh, take things seriously enough. Yeah. But have the attitude of just kind of, okay.
0: Right. This is the thing is that you are creating this very vivid world of a, of a hell, you know, not the typical Mm -hmm. hell. And you are also crafting these, these very sort of, uh, well-filled out characters. And then, when you were kind of hinting at right there, especially with what Morgala does is that the dialogue is very snappy too. So you've got a good ear for dialogue. And I wonder how you developed that as a writer, or maybe if it came from sort of all the cinematic influences, tell us, tell us about that.
1: A little bit of cinematic influences, but more of my personal influences. I've known a, a wide variety of, of different people. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, you, you got to go out and, and just have experiences in, in life uh, meet so a, a meet as many people. I want to meet as many people as I can mm-hmm. get to know as many people as I can. Mm-hmm. Some of them have been cool. Yeah. Maybe some of them not. Right. Okay. That's to be expected. Fine. But I also kind of put myself in, in the mind of, uh, of a character mm-hmm. to which do you, know, well, you know, you really just kind of flesh this person out. Yeah. And then what are they going to do? And it is, it is, it is tricky to make them all sound ind- as individuals. Mm-hmm. To which, if you're reading like the, uh, a person's dialogue, yes, you can you can snatch up uh, precisely right. what character is talking, even right. though you're reading words, mm-hmm. and it, it's it's tricky, it, it's very tricky. But uh, I hope I, I pulled it off.
0: Yeah, and I think you did, and I think we should. That kind of segues me into another prominent character that I find very interesting, and that is Delilah, who is sort of like, a, like a, a mentor sort of figure. Can you tell us about her? Her Obi-Wan. Her Obi-Wan, yeah. So Morgala is obviously on an adventure here, but she has this sort of elder wiser and kind of at first looking out for her, sort of tell us about this character, uh, you know, and, and then get us into... I can't wait to ask. So I'm asking now, but like I've, I've seen like there's artwork out there. So you could see some pictures of Delilah, very demony, very wings, very horns. It's very cool. Very warrior looking. Tell us about Delilah. She is
1: part, she is yeah. part dragon. Right. <laughs> her, her grandmother was a dragon. So she's a quarter dragon. So yes, demons and dragons can, can, can enter, intermate. Right. Uh, they can have children together. So apparently, uh, and others, other species can as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's that's a foreshadowing for uh, mm-hmm. for for the future mm-hmm. for future books. But um, yeah, it, the the whole Obi Wan Anakin uh, relationship was an inspiration for Delilah and Morgala, But it's sort of like the the exact opposite to where Delilah wants Morgala to join. You know, come on, join join in with us. Right. Come on, don't you want to go conquer? Don't you want to be part of part of this massive Army and, right. and group, right. don't you want to be part of uh, of uh, of all of it? And she's disappointed yeah. in, in Morgala, but she still she still cares. Right, and uh, purposefully uh, try to make the, uh, these two women different, uh, but still care about each other right. and have this important relationship uh, with each other because Morgala grew up with her, and right. she is the closest to a mother that she has.
0: Right, I was going to say it takes on a motherly role. She's actually, it's not it's very specifically not to get more star Warsy. You know, it's not like she is a, a Palpatine who's like trying to corrupt her. Mm -hmm. She's, she's giving her good advice often.
1: Yeah. Um, Palpatine was, Palpatine was very subtle. Right. I mean, he was very subtle. He was patient and waited years where Delilah just came right up and said it. Right. Right. Come on. Don't, 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 don't you want
0: to do this? Also a great, a great segue. If you could just tell me about your, life as a fan of some of the culture that has really influenced you the most i mean we've said star wars often but you Mm -hmm. know growing up 80s 90s tell us about i guess what just what really blew your mind what really turned you on about about specifically getting in in getting you into a fantasy genre an adventure genre uh you know we mentioned jk rowling early but talk about the other influences that pushed you to want to write a story like this i guess
1: mm-hmm well uh bear in mind not just not just the star wars prequels but you know i was a huge fan of the original trilogy as well i mean uh, that was my first fandom mm-hmm. growing up and just you know the first moment that you know you see a lightsaber and just as a little right. kid right. yes yeah. I, this is this is what i want this is what i want to do with my life i want to create right i wanted to be the next george lucas right. you know, i would love to have been and uh you know but after star wars uh, uh ended in 83 there was then Transformers. I got into Star Trek and just all the different action movies. And um, you know. It, it, then I started getting into comics as well, mm-hmm. not as much as my brother. My brother's mm-hmm. a huge comic nerd. <laughs> uh, but I will say this. I knew who Thanos was long before everyone, uh, long before the rest of the world did. <laughs> I was one of the few people who knew who Thanos was and the Infinity Stones right. to which I, I, you know, I saw the, I saw the, uh, the Avengers, the first Avengers movie with a bunch of coworkers at the time, uh-huh. and at the very end of the film when you first see Thanos, right. I went, huh? <laughs> Thanos, and they all turned to me and went, Who? Right, exactly. What? What are, you, what are you talking about? And then I just started going on a geek tirade. Oh yeah, and just saying, Oh, I wonder if they're going to have the Infinity Stones, right? And a Warlock, right? they are going to do this and right. this? And they were called the Infinity Gems back then, but still. And just like John, 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 chill. <laughs> Chill, okay. Right. We're happy for it. <laughs> right? Right. But yeah, I, I got into uh, I got into comics big time, and uh, you know what also was an inspiration was uh, Image Comics. I really admired those guys, even yeah. though they you know, I wasn't a big fan of a lot of the uh, a lot of the comics that were coming out. Yeah, but I was real uh, I was really impressed how these guys broke off from Marvel and started their own company. You know, hey, wow, you mean you can create your own stuff and market your own stuff and oh, sell yeah. your own stuff? This is awesome. This is great. I wonder if I can get into this. Mm-hmm. So I did try to have Morgala be a comic first. You know, I, I actually tried to get Morgala into so many different things, mm-hmm. whether it be, you know, I I, uh, I entered a screenwriting contest, then win. Um, you know, uh, you know maybe she can get on TV. You know, but the ultimate thing is that I would love to see is Morgala as an animated series. Yeah. You know, I was a huge fan of uh, the Warner Brothers, you know, Batman the animated series, the Justice League, and even the Teen Titans, and just, you know, Warner Brothers is awesome in that right. regards.
0: Yeah, but you know, on the plus side, if it is a book, and you know, cheers to BHC, mm-hmm. if it's sort of a book that's out there, then it's a property that someone could get, and maybe someone could turn it into a show one day.
1: That's the hope. That's so. the, that. That would certainly be awesome, but yeah. only you know honestly i wouldn't jump just jump at the opportunity yeah. i gotta sit down at the table and just because you know I, i've heard so many stories of so many authors not just fantasy authors mm-hmm. but uh uh authors just having uh, hollywood mm-hmm. butcher their their work oh yeah and just and, and if morgala ever gets adapted into something else i have to be involved right and just i have to have veto power and mm-hmm. just say no, she right. wouldn't do that, or yes, or, or whatever. Yeah. But I, I would be absolutely ready, willing, and able to hear other people's opinions, other creative people, mm-hmm. uh, and, you know, a director who's really uh, uh, directors and producers and writers who are so willing to to work with it. Mm-hmm. say, we love this idea, right. that's awesome. Right. But you know, we have an idea. How about this? How about we do it this way? Here's how we imagine somebody else looking. Mm-hmm. We know you have your own drawings, John. But how about this? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to seeing other people's uh, ideas. Yeah, just they, they might be—you know—they might come up with something better than me. So hey, yeah, they might more, make Morgalip uh, cooler. Right.
0: If folks go to Morgala.net, which we'll link to in the show notes, they can find a lot more information about this. I think that they can also jump off and see—you know—your blog out there and all this stuff. You've been drawing some some iterations of this, is that right? So you've got this other creative side to you, right?
1: That is correct you know, uh, I'm more of a cartoonist yeah uh, but you know like I said with the image comics guys I, I was actually hoping to be a comic uh, a comic artist you know when I was in college mm-hmm. um, you know, sadly didn't it, it didn't pan out I, I thought about maybe doing a web comic a lot of people actually mistake Morgala for you know is this a graphic novel is it a comic <laughs> right is it a web comic <laughs> to which I always had to say it's a book right That is going to be four books right. Uh, these are just illustrations that, uh, you know, I, I get, I get my work, uh, work out there. I enjoy doing it. And because, you know, the pandemic, I'm able to do a little bit more. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. But you know, you said you were a comics fan and clearly did you start drawing mm-hmm. at a young age?
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I was, uh, my, my dad, uh, he, he was, he was in advertising. So, and he worked in the graphic arts division of his advertising firm, so markers, pens, pencils, and you, you know, you name it, he 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 could he could get it for me, mm-hmm. and uh, he, he encouraged it. He was the most encouraging influence to me, uh, and, and he just you know handed me there you go right here's a Star Wars sketchbook right I love those you know the, you see the illustrations of what you know what the, certain characters and whatnot could have looked like right. I just looked at it like wow yeah this would be a cool job too Yay. rendering and uh, you know uh, concept art uh. uh rendering that would be pretty awesome as well
0: tell me about especially another aspect about this book that you know i think people will find exciting is that um the the pacing is is really sharp now you have a a book it's about 260 pages but it you pack almost like a 400 pages worth of story in there (laughs) and i wonder I just wonder how you worked out that pacing. Maybe it, did it come from the fact that you've kind of been developing this in your head and working out so many drafts and iterations of it all over the years. But either way, whatever you did, it worked. The pacing's really good in the book. Oh, thank you.
1: Thanks a lot. Uh, it, it just came. You know, I suppose it just uh, just came naturally. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, this is how I envisioned it. This is how how I did it. Uh, I didn't want. You know, I was I was concerned at first because this is the smallest book out of all four. Okay. Uh, they only get bigger. Okay. The next one's going to be close to 100k. The next one's over 100k. That the last one is going to be the biggest. It's okay. going to be almost twice as big. But the story is that big, right? You know, you have to fill out uh, a whole bunch of stuff. But you know, the story only gets more epic. Yeah. Um, but
0: even so, there's there's quiet moments. There's fun moments. There's action. And it gets mm-hmm. you go everywhere in this book. So,
1: okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I try to go everywhere. <laughs> uh, you just can't put it wall to uh, wall. Wall to wall action. You right. gotta give some. Uh, gotta give some depth. Right. To the story, some death to your characters. You got to end up caring for your characters, and I hope that's uh, that's what happens. Uh, I hope so a lot of people care about them, mm-hmm. and it's. And I just hope I move some people. You know, I just hope I move them. Yeah, in a positive way. Yeah, I'd say
0: so. I mean, I like found myself having all these mixed feelings about this character Delilah that we've been talking about. In mm-hmm. you know, that that's the as the author, you're sort of trying to get that reader to kind of. I don't know, mm-hmm. ask all those ask all those same questions that Morgala has to ask herself.
1: She starts questioning uh Delilah and right. and the Le- way and the way that she was raised and the way hell uh you know the way hell is. Yeah. If she's only one person right. in in a population of millions. Mm-hmm. You know, what can she possibly do? And that question is not necessarily answered, you know, right away. Mm-hmm. Um, because it is a difficult question to answer. Yeah and uh that's part of the thing you know with delilah is that you know you don't want to make a character you know uh, the most interesting characters were not just 100 percent bad or 100 percent good mm-hmm. they had that gray uh somewhere and uh, i would like to think that you know the people who we end up rooting for have more of the positive elements uh about them yeah um but you know i think everybody has a little bit of a darker side and uh kind of realizes that
0: Oh, yeah, absolutely. And now we're talking about demons and hell and armor and warriors and all this stuff. But there's this universal relatability there, especially if we're, you know, especially if this book can connect to someone who is 17, 18, 19, when your world can feel so in flux, uh, even if you're just a human being in high school on Earth. Right. I think that all these changes and questions and, and trials that Morgala is going through. Again, it's perfect to fit into the YA because you know. Did that also come into your mind? Because I think that this is going to be found to be relatable to that mm. audience. You know what I mean? Mm, that's a, yeah, that's a crazy time in our lives.
1: It is, well, every time is yeah. crazy. Yeah, though, yeah to that's be perfectly true. honest. Yeah. And it wasn't like I was trying to. Hmm. How do I relate? Right. To 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 the young audience. Right. no, I'm just going to try to make her, uh, make her uh, not necessarily relatable, but just you can you can empathize. Right. You can empathize with her situations. You can empathize with her, uh, you know, with the way that she feels, with the way that she thinks, and hopefully, you know, people just come away like I like I said before, you know, it enact some emotion mm-hmm. uh, in regards to um, to her story mm-hmm. and her adventure.
0: Yeah, yeah, and yeah, and that's the thing. You just want to tell a, you know, obviously it's fantasy, but you're also telling it. Mm-hmm. You're telling a grown-up story. That's a a tightrope to walk. You know, you don't want Mm -hmm. to. Let's say you were writing to a 17-year-old or 18-year-old. You don't want to condescend to them. Like, hey, here's a teen that you can relate to. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So that's a whole thing. Tell us about. I think that you are in a position to give some advice to local authors out there because it is such an uphill battle to get to the point where you get published. Uh And I wanted to (laughs) just see. You know how you stayed motivated. Cause I imagine that was a challenge and how, you know, maybe the creative process gave you some sort of fulfillment. What kept you going? You know, when you look back the last 10 years, what advice might you give to others? And as they're on their own uphill battles.
1: Well, the thing is, is that, uh, again, back to JK Rowling. Yeah. You uh, really, uh, Harry Potter was a perfect storm in the late nineties to which you know, books were popular but not huge. Right. Then all of a sudden, this book series comes out, and every kid is reading it, and just she, I think she started just this whole uh, this whole tidal wave. Yeah, for sure. Of, of, of books and yeah. reading, and which is a good thing, yeah. which is an amazingly wonderful thing. Yeah. Midnight lineups. The, yeah, yeah. Thanks to the internet. Thanks to self publishing, it basically means that any writer can put their work out there. Mm-hmm. One drawback oversaturation. Right. Uh, there's a, you know, there's a million books out there. How do you stand out? You know, there can only be one king of the hills, which I don't see, you know, I'm not looking to be king of any hill, mm-hmm. but you know, but I, I, just want to have some fans and hope they enjoy my work and uh, I hope I move them. But as for other, other writers, I say, be cautious,
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, protect your work. Mm-hmm. We have the greatest copyright system on the planet. Uh you, you know, also thanks to the internet, you know, the internet is forever. Mm-hmm. If people can find, you know, something from years ago, see this happened on this date, on this website and all this, right. If somebody can find that, then obviously they can find your work. See, I've proven that I, I on this date, I wrote this. Right. So therefore nobody can, can steal your work. Yes. Um, but also at the, at the same, at the same time, you know, you don't want to put out, you know, work that's in, incomplete because people can, you know, they they can poke fun at it, that sort of deal. I strongly recommend being part of a writer's group, Right on. Uh, have a close niche, uh, uh, tight, um, you know, a tight circle of friends of other writers who can give positive, positive, but helpful feedback as to how you can be better. Yeah. Hey, that was great. However, you can improve on this. I really didn't believe this or something like that, but Hey, I think you're on the right track. Something mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. I think other writers are, are great to talk to because they know. Yeah. Not just people who read, people who read are important and are awesome but also other writers they also read right but they can also you know it can kind of like I don't want to say spare your feelings but have that tact about them yeah this states.
0: uh kid gloves yeah
1: yeah here's how you can your work is good you're on you're on the right track here's how it can be better right there we go right so yeah so to so other readers be careful uh-huh. uh stay positive uh, surround yourself with, with, with the right people. And I, I you know, I don't want to say necessarily don't get your hopes up, right. But it is, it, it is tough not to say, cause you know, I really wanted this. I right. really wanted to, you know, show everybody uh, my work. I wanted to, to entertain them right. with uh, you know, just a little bit of an escapist story right? Uh, that, that people would enjoy.
0: Yeah. And patience is key because, you know, if we, Crafted our own social media caption and it's a cool paragraph and we hit post then there's that instant gratification or if we have our own blog Post instant gratification when you get Mm -hmm. to the end of your last page of the book that you just finished It's not like it'll be published right away. It's 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 a it's a I keep saying uphill battle So, you know, but that's very good advice. I want to hear about any bit of Teasers you might be able to share about the next three books or maybe even just about the next book
1: well uh, at the end of uh, this book, uh, mm-hmm. uh, as you know, they kind of hint as to where Morgala is going. Right. As to what uh, if people, if somebody asked me to just describe this in like one sentence, to which I was like, <laughs> oh, great. But I suppose I should probably think about that, shouldn't I? Sure. The elevator pitch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's my own hobbit in Lord of the Rings, there but it go. takes place in modern times. There you go. It does take place today. Uh, Into in the mo- in the modern world, but it doesn't take place on Earth. Mm-hmm. And basically, the Savage Peak is *My Hobbit*,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and even though *The Hobbit* was much more grand in scale, yeah. and um, but it was a standalone story that hinted at a much bigger story, at a trilogy of something big. Mm-hmm. Uh, except I don't have a ring. <laughs>
0: but you do have. You do have a dark one. You do have a devil character. So watch out. There's a a big bad. Um, Mm,
1: A a phantom who is, uh, I don't want to necessarily want to say a phantom menace.
0: Right, right. Uh, Something looming for sure. Yes. Um, Before I do let you go, I I wanted to say that one of my favorite parts about this book was that, I mean, you open up uh, Savage Peak, there's a prologue to introduce the character, but chapter one starts in the library. Big fan of that <laughs> i wanted to there you go that's, a,
1: that's that's the that's a good place to start a start a story isn't it
0: the library of hell <laughs> mm-hmm. but i guess the that, library with the master of knowledge of course but uh having been a geek through the 90s a very proud geek i have to imagine and a comic book fan movie fan adventure fan fantasy fan i have to imagine you're a library fan too
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm a fan of libraries. Right. I'm good with that. Right. You know, ironically, I used to work with working one a long, long cool. time ago. Cool. And you know, I was young, and I was thinking, hey, you know, what? I think I want to make this my career. To <laughs> one librarian, he pulled me aside. Now he was close to retirement, actually. Right. right. He says, you know what? And he looked at, he looked over at the computers at the at the internet uh, comp- uh, public internet computers. He goes, because of those right over there. Yeah. My job's going to be obsolete by the time you're my age. Wow. Well. And I'm like,
0: <laughs> right. He's frowning, folks.
1: <laughs> oh, no, no. They're like, oh, that sucks. You know, right. that sucks. Well, right. To which, So he advised that I not go into a library career and just here it is over 20 years later. Um, he's long retired, but um, it's, hey, the libraries are still around. We
0: are still here. Good.
1: Good. Yeah. And we have it's, got- it's a place as awesome as the internet is, as awesome as Kindle is, that you can read, you have one device and you have all your books in one device. Uh, It's awesome uh, to have bookshelves like the ones behind you here. Indeed. With with books, with actual paper books. Yes, I can get a paper cut, how glorious it is. (laughs) And I like to think now that nowadays, like, with bookshelves like that, you have nothing but your favorite books on there. Oh, like, yeah. So like this book was awesome. Mm-hmm. It has now earned a right to be upon my bookshelf. There we go.
0: Indeed. Indeed. <laughs> Libraries are
1: evolving. And yes. They,
0: and they have podcasts, too. John David, it's been a pleasure to have you on this podcast. Thank you very much, Jeff. Yeah, this has been great. So now uh, uh, Morgala.net will be uh, linking to in the show notes, and we have mm-hmm. this book in our library. If you want to check it out, and we'll be sharing more info about John. And uh, we say thank you again, sir.
1: And I donate to any library. Any library who wants a book, uh, wants my book on their shelf. I donate to them, whether it be a public library or a school library, whichever. I donate.
0: Listen up, libraries. That was our chat with john david the savage peak is book one in the series it's his debut novel great uh, insights to share about all the patience and fortitude required when you are an author trying to get published but upcoming titles uh in this series the morgala chronicles include diary of a lonely demon after that it'll be the shadow of hell and then war of the dark one so if you want to check this fantasy series out and get started with savage peak you could check it out from our library Any libraries out there listening, um, John David will get in touch with you and get his book. So, we thank you, as always, for tuning in to A Little Too Quiet, the Ferndale Library podcast brought to you by the Friends of the Ferndale Library. If you enjoyed this chat, share it on social media. If you enjoy this podcast, tell a friend. If you're listening to us already, just please remember to rate, review, and subscribe. If you want more information on how to support, just go to ferndalefriends.org. And The music, as always, that brings us in and out of this podcast is by local musician Chad Stocker. My name is Jeff Milo. This is the Ferndale Library Podcast. Thanks for listening.